Welcome back to the Screw Fat Loss audio series. I'm Nia Shanks, and this is part five, a different, better kind of before and after. We've all seen the usual before and after weight loss photos. That's not what we'll be discussing today. We're going to compare how someone thinks about exercise, nutrition, and body image before they say screw fat loss and they're after that is a result from successfully practicing that mentality. To bring this to life, I'll again use my personal experience that, unfortunately, too many people will say mirrors their own story. How many of the following occurrences will you relate to? There's a stark contrast between why I exercised before when everything I did was in the name of fat loss compared to why I exercise after. At the peak of my fat loss obsession, any form of physical activity, everything was done for hopeful fat loss benefits. Some specific examples include before saying screw fat loss, I would perform high intensity interval training to burn as many calories as possible. I would push as hard as I could for as long as I could muster because of the impression in my mind I was torching body fat. After, when I include high intensity interval training in my training regimen, it's done for its health promoting benefits and to help me more easily do activities I love and be able to tackle more challenging ones like hiking. And because I do occasionally enjoy the challenge of pushing my lungs to their capacity and saying, wow, I did that after a solid high intensity interval training session. Another before performed high volume strength training workouts to generate a ton of fatigue because I erroneously equated exhaustion and soreness with effectiveness. Quite simply, if I didn't complete each workout utterly spent, I accused myself of not working hard enough. After, my goal is to improve my performance over time. And I say over time because given my experience level, it's highly unlikely I can improve my performance every single workout, especially with the main lifts I train continuously. Squat, deadlift, press, bench press. This can be achieved without generating a ton of fatigue every workout. In fact, I complete most workouts knowing I could have done a little more. Before, I would train through pain because I wouldn't quit or relent to the circumstances. No matter how run down I felt, I refused to take it easy because I consider that a failure. In short, I thought it necessary to go all out, every workout. After, I listened to and prioritize my body's feedback with any given workout and respond accordingly. Weights feel heavier than usual, I go a little lighter that workout. Feeling an odd pain in a hip flexor during squats. I perform extra warm-ups to see if that makes it go away, or limit the weight for the work sets, or perform the exercise through a pain-free range of motion. If none of those work, I switch to a similar exercise I can perform without discomfort. Adapting to circumstances is a tremendous skill worth cultivating. Another before. I thought hatred for parts of my body was an optimal fuel source. If I hated something enough, I thought, then I'd be more motivated to do whatever it took to change it. 
after. I certainly don't love every part of my body. That's not a worthwhile goal or expectation. I no longer hate parts of my body, and many I view with neutrality. One of the most rewarding shifts in perspective resulted from focusing on and appreciating the incredible things my body could do. Years ago, I didn't like my thighs, but I came to appreciate them for their ability to squat, deadlift, sprint, hike. Another before example. I allowed other people's opinions about my body affect my sense of self-worth. I wanted their approval and feared their disapproval. After, allowing people's opinions to affect my sense of self-worth was a costly mistake I made for too long. My commitment to focusing only on what I thought about my body was a rewarding pursuit. I've received countless negative comments about my body from people in person and via the internet alike, and they no longer affect me. They're irrelevant. Likewise, while I appreciate compliments, I no longer desire them or need them for validation. Another before. Workouts were punishment. Punishment for having what I deemed to be excess fat on my body. Punishments for overeating. Or they were currency so I could earn the right to eat certain foods. Workout programs were rigid, must not deviate from plans that didn't allow improvisation based on circumstances. After saying screw fat loss, working out is a privilege, an investment in self-care. My workout programs are flexible and allow me to make adjustments based on how I feel each day and take into account additional stressors, stressors in my life that could affect performance. So what about you? If you're still in the before phase and haven't yet chosen the screw fat loss approach, what does your mindset and approach to exercise currently look like? More importantly, what do you want your after to look like? You can experience the benefits for yourself by saying screw fat loss. If you want a complete guide and done for you workout program to do exactly that, then go to neashanks.com forward slash shop and scroll down to get all the details about screw fat loss. Thank you so much for listening.